You talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> what an idiot! Well, what do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I've ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> No, yeah. none taken. None taken. Don't worry. There's none taken here. Uh, I am the movie moron, and welcome to a new episode. Um, and with me, as always, is our two uh, two normal people, the practical co-host himself, Trevor. I think we're anything but normal. <laughs> Fair. And then our all-time guest, Tristan. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> well, you guys are siblings, so I guess you're going to think alike, I guess, right? I guess so. Um. Yeah, so now you guys get to see our studio because last time we quote unquote did a uh, our first video podcast and it's not even up yet because I have to individually go through and splice it all and it's taking forever and I have a normal job in life. <laughs> um, but hopefully this works out better so I can just straight upload it and have no issues. Uh, but yeah, this is our uh, podcast studio that we got all set up pretty much today to, to look all new um, and... Still working on some decorations. Still working to yeah. get the decorations up, and um, I'm sure you can tell uh, by my lovely wife's face that she's a little annoyed by how long it took to get everything going. But I forgot I was on video. <laughs> video? It's going to take a little bit for all you're of us to get used to this. Sorry. Or anything, right? uh, no, but my face is... I wear my emotions on my sleeve. <laughs> but, you know... Um, you're only on video half the time, so you only have to worry about, Good. <laughs> uh, so if I'm talking, you may or Just may not put those little emojis on my face when it's <laughs> <There you> good. <laughs> well, we had to use a different program, so those aren't dang. Yep. No. Sorry. Uh, that one Sucks. didn't let us switch back and forth, which was the whole entire point of what I downloaded it for. But, uh, yeah, today we are going to do a Disney, uh, movie that came out on Disney plus, uh, called turning red. So that's the episode of the week. Which I am a little peeved that there were previews in the theater for this movie, and it's not in AMC. Yeah, I was just thinking about maybe looking that up to see. That's why that stupid. Was. I'm not happy about that. That's false advertising, right there. Is it? Yeah. Oh, all right. Why was? I guess unless they said. Unless they were like, I think it was originally supposed to come out Disney Plus. Uh, it, they did say that eventually, uh, but I think it, it wasn't supposed to be. And I think they just, I think they're trying to get more traffic to Disney Plus. <laughs> right, right now the biggest attraction is just oh, the Star Wars here we stuff. Go. Turning Red was originally meant to premiere in cinemas on March 11th, with Pixar even yeah. reaffirming its plans for a theatrical release in June 2021. However, because of the rise in the Omicron variant. Cre- 
cases of the COVID virus, the decision was then made to turn turning red onto a direct streaming release pass. I mean, come on, it's Disney. That's it sounds very Disney yeah. to do. <laughs> uh okay well uh i guess we should start with uh what we uh what we've been doing for a total of one podcast so far of just some hot takes on pixar oh did you guys think of anything <laughs> oh um, what this is like a normal thing yeah oh, hot takes of what we're doing mm-hmm. uh i think i think so i mean this is i mean we talked about some of the podcast i think soul's overrated solo and soul oh soul. soul is overrated yeah and I think Encanto is a little overrated too. That's so. <laughs> Those are my I, hot takes. I, Encanto was like insane right now. Oh yeah, like well because it went to street. Nobody went to go see it in the theaters, and then it came to streaming, and now now everyone. The same thing happened with uh, uh was it Tenant? I think there were a couple other yeah. mo- movies that went to streaming like several months later, and then that's when everybody watched it. But those are my hot takes. Well, my hot take is Disney hasn't really been the same since like our childhood when it had like its hot streak oh, with yeah. uh plan uh Treasure Planet mm-hmm. and Atlantis and yeah. Tarzan and stuff like that. I feel like they've really been on a downhill with all those risks like the the movies where they would take the risk to like see if it would work. Like Treasure Planet was a little bit of a risk uh just in terms of, like just for why I read like financially and things like that. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. So uh, yeah, uh, my hot take would be that they, like, the new stuff just hasn't lived up to, uh, like, I think maybe up, but even then, up isn't even like a, it has good moments, but uh, as an overall film, like the first ten minutes is good, but then yeah. the rest is kind of mediocre. Maybe that's a hot take in itself. But I just can't think of a, a, a Pixar Disney movie that's been like out of this world. I th- I think Raya and the Last Dragon was that for me. But it still wasn't quite to the level of like yeah. those golden age ones, but but I think that was probably the closest it had come in the past few years. And I just thought that was decent. Yeah. Like it wasn't even like Yeah. Like I I don't know. I just feel like maybe it's because I grew up with Atlantis yeah. and Treasure Planet. But Yeah, I just felt like no movie is really been up to that level yeah. um since and I, I guess another hot take would be uh and this one's probably more so because a lot of our audience is around our age so um i don't think toy story lives up i'll see you later uh-huh <laughs> i think the first toy story doesn't doesn't live up to like it doesn't, it didn't age well. Is what oh, I'm trying okay. to say. Yeah, the animation is really it's, rough. It's rough. Yeah. It's really rough. And I think we remember as like when we were kids and we watched it, we overlooked like the dull parts of the movie. There's a lot of really dull stuff. Yeah, in that in that movie. In time. I I watched it like over the past couple months. Yeah, like several months ago. I don't know if maybe Trent was watching it, so I watched it with him. I have no <laughs> idea. But I remember watching it, and I was like, this doesn't. Like, it's not really that good. And then, like, the second one, I think, was really good. And the th- third one, I the think, lived is, up. I, I, the second I think one, the second's I think underrated. Like the perfect sequels. Yes. Like it's, it's very, very good. Cool and it's underrated. Yeah, I Because agree. everyone thinks of the first one because of the no intelligent life form and all that kind of stuff. Oh, but it, yeah. I just... And the Buzz and Woody, like, but going Toy, back and forth. Toy Story 2, you get, but I don't want to use my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's, there's definitely, like... Really good stuff to it. Yeah. I just feel like it doesn't like 
people say it is like a higher echelon, like one of the yeah. best Disney movies of all time, and it's I don't think it's Toy Story Two has freaking bloopers that they animated and put at the end of the film. <laughs> I do not remember that, but that's Are you awesome. Serious? Oh yeah, you got yeah, man. They're they're choice. They're good. Well, Tristan, you got anything? If you don't, that's fine. I was not. I sprung this on them last minute because I've been informed. Spending two hours trying to get the video stuff working. Um, I guess the only thing that I can think of is that I don't understand people who are like obsessed with Disney. Disney Mm. adults. Or just like in general. I mean, adults especially, but (laughs) I just don't get it. I don't want everything that I own to have ears of an animated mouse. I don't get it. That's that's a good one. What it the obsession of yeah. Mickey Mouse? Yeah, is weird. Yeah, because there hasn't been anything Mickey Mouse in like it's 50 because years. that got, you know why? Well, it's because Walt Disney like yeah. that's what yeah, and that's that's Disney's like op- yeah signature official, yeah. yeah yeah, but like he's everywhere and he's not used at all, which is weird. You Isn't know what's there... funny? Oh, oh sorry. Ahead. Um, on Disney Channel. I watched it all the time growing up, but they they would have an actor or an actress like yeah draw draw the, the ears the make they would draw Mickey Mouse yeah, ears Disney yeah. Channel face whatever. But I, when I was a kid, I'm I'm positive I did not know what that was. Are you serious? <laughs> That's funny. oh yeah oh <laughs> yeah I had no idea. Well, it you probably because that was also their sh- their show like icon like it was it was the mouse ears with Disney Channel inside mm, and so yeah. maybe that's just you just thought of it as like, like oh that's just the symbol that's for the their show logo yeah. yeah basically yeah a bouncy ball with <laughs> extra <laughs> I think that there's a there's a Mickey Mouse show on Disney Plus that's like a like you know Looney Tunes recently did a, a new run. You mean like it's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse? No, no, no. It's it's an animated um. thing. It's a little more out there, it's a little more weird. I can't remember what it's called, but I think it was done in the past few years, but it's supposed to be like satirical a little bit. Let's see if I can find the name real quick. I have no idea. What you're talking about. I just I just seen some memes from it. Okay, well maybe while he's looking that up uh, I used to do synopsis of the movies, but really, just go watch the trailer on Disney Plus or on YouTube. Returning Red, yeah, yeah, for the movie that we're doing. Um, and we'll kick into general thoughts as Tristan's falling asleep. Oh um, no! <laughs> I just saw the the eyes. Uh, go. My eyes are really dry because I've been wearing contacts. Oh, it's called the Wonderful World of Mickey Mouse, mm-hmm. and, it, and it premiered in 2020. But like, like I said, it's just supposed. It's supposed to be like the new, like it's. It, I think it's supposed to go up against like the new Looney Tunes run. I think it's just satirical and kind of kind of adult humor a little bit. But it, it, you know, it's just supposed to be like weird. Yeah, a little bit, I guess. Which but. did you guys hear? They're remaking Shrek. Yeah. Why? No, it's perfect. so good. They're, they're getting Donkey from, or they're getting Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy, Murphy for and, and Carmen Diaz. Yeah. Which, they just need to, but they need to get Shrek. Uh, Mike yeah, they need to get Michael Myers. Michael Not Myers. Michael. <laughs> Are they remaking it because the animation is? Shrek I don't is think they're remaking terrible. it. I, I don't think it's a, it's a remake. I didn't think. Wait, it you think was. it's a remaster? If it's a remaster, what does that mean? Remaster means that they just take the same. They take the same exact movie and they just upgrade the graphics yeah. of it. So they just oh, reanimate no, everything. I, no, I don't think it's that. And it's not a sequel. Well, it's not a it? sequel. It's a remake. 
they're they're remaking the original story. But it's but that's. But I I think I fell if, asleep to that movie the other day. <laughs> yeah. At Sammy's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love uh, you, Sammy. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna go ahead and jump into uh, turning red. I don't think this will be too long of a podcast because <laughs> it's an hour it, and forty minutes. Yeah, it's a Disney like movie, and I don't have a whole lot of yeah. yeah. So yeah. whatever. Um. So yeah, just gonna general thoughts, Trevor. What do you what do you think? I really really liked it. I I remember watching it and thinking that the animation style looked really familiar, but I couldn't place it. And it wasn't until I got on Twitter later today, actually. That they were that Toronto was trending, and so was Turning Red, and so was Scott Pilgrim. Toronto? That's where it takes place at Toronto, Canada. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. And they were talking about how uh, how similar, you know, how they how they smiled in Turning Red, where it's like the oval, but it's like turned upward yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That's a Scott Pilgrim thing, and so people were thinking that there's like a connection there, like maybe they're inspired a little bit because they both take place in the same location. They both take place mm. in Toronto, Canada. It's also I, like the most famous city in canada, canada so. yeah. but i uh, yeah i really i really enjoyed my time with it i uh i'm seeing a lot of complaints and i don't know if this is just like i don't know if this is a small group of people just yelling really loudly about it or if it and then people are paying attention to it or not but i'm hearing a lot of people being like well this movie isn't really relatable to me and people are getting like like hammering them on that criticism if that it just sense. there was a couple writers uh, kind of when it first came out, or like was about to premiere, and I think the early people got to saw it, the critics. Yeah, and I think a few people wrote that they felt like this was a movie, like directly for a small, like audience, yeah, like directed yeah. to these specific people. And so, if you're not in this kind of, if you're not in this niche market, then it's not for you. And so, it feels too narrow, sure minded. Not narrow-minded, but like narrow-focused yeah. on its whatever target so, audience. Yes, yeah. yes, that's the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> so but, I think that's kind of where that's coming from. Yeah, I don't, and I don't agree with that. But, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. I understand. I understand that point, though. I mean, it. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll kind of get into it in the spoiler right. part of it, but I, I see where they're coming from. Yeah. Like I definitely felt during a lot of the movie not not like it's a bad movie because it isn't a movie that's about me that's not what i mean but i could definitely see that uh it is focused on like uh like if if you watch the trailer it's about a 13 year old girl yeah and like it's kind of really hyper focused on that age group Mm -hmm. and that gender and i think that's fine yeah but so i but i definitely do see where they're coming from but i don't think it should be like a critique of the movie I yeah. Guess. yeah yeah it, it should be an acknowledgement not a criticism yeah yeah, yeah. well tristan what do you what do you think as you're falling asleep over there in the corner um <laughs> here's i'm also like thinking really hard it's taking a lot out of me um <laughs> i you're just too comfy over there that's the problem i'm i'm pretty comfy actually um <laughs> better than our last chair in here well yeah because i'm not falling backwards <laughs> um Okay, I I liked it okay. I don't really ever like care to see it again. And um I I think I feel like they're the point of it I I feel like this 
the reason for the happening, I'm trying not to say anything. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Was <laughs> well, not... to be fair, if you, everyone knows the general premise that it's a 13-year-old girl that turns into a big red okay. panda yeah. during a pivotal part of her uh, adolescence, like yeah. growing as into adult. Okay. So like, if, if that's what you're worried about spoiling, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think you're fine. Okay. Yeah. So I, I feel like what the panda was representing... The metaphor for it. Okay, here's the thing. I'm just going to say it. I told Sammy that we were doing it over this movie. And she said, oh, the movie about the periods. Mm. Or the period. And I was like, what? Because I did not get that from the trailer at all. And she said, yeah, my clients told me that that's what it's about. But but I feel like the movie, if, if it was, if the... If it was strictly about a period, they didn't do a very good job because it. I I agree. I I came into the movie thinking yeah. that, like hearing the things that this is supposed to be a metaphor mm-hmm. for uh, a woman turning in, yeah, or a, a girl turning into a woman, and that that yeah, it, in most cultures means when you have your period, that's when you're yeah. turning into a woman, and they make that like a abundantly clear mm-hmm. in the it's movie very obvious <laughs> yeah which yeah. i think is a detriment to the movie because that's if it's supposed to be a metaphor you can't like you shout can't it at the yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um and then it i don't think there's enough of it a direct like carry on yeah and throughout. i don't think there's a direct uh like correlation between like what it feels like to like go through obviously i've never done it myself but like mm-hmm. i can assume kind of how that feels because I've had women in my life that have gone through it mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like they did a like that there's not a good com- like yeah no, I feel like there were too many things trying to be communicated through this movie that that the the roads were just like it wasn't like this is what we're trying to tell you yeah. it was like this 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 and they were getting like it couldn't find its identity yeah like it had so much stuff that it kind of wanted to say. Yeah. And, and like, if the if it's about a girl turning into a woman and that and that's through a period, then it it didn't stick to its guns yeah. enough. Yeah. Because it decided to go too much onto other stuff to yeah. like stick to that one point. Yes. Yeah. Looking back, I think I agree with what you said about it. It has a lot of different roads, but I don't know if it's like explicitly just periods i think it's i think it's supposed to be like uh finding yourself yeah because she's she's all you know all her life she had been like trying to please her mom or whatever and now she's kind of breaking out of that and she's learning that like it's okay to feel these yeah that's that's what i'm saying yeah like that's part of it that's part of what i'm saying is like and that they're they're like they're taking this movie as in like it's a movie about like a metaphor for a woman or a girl going through a period. But then there's so much other stuff that like uh, veers it off of that mm-hmm. track. Well, no, I don't think that, I don't think the movie is explicitly like, cause I think that's I think just that's, what I took from I think it. That's why they talk about it. I think that's why, well, and I don't want to get totally in, into spoilers. I guess we've, we've already kind of talked about it, but you know, the, the mom, when she first turns red, her, her mom thinks that it is her period, but then, it's not it's that she's turning into a red panda um, yeah and that's and, getting into yeah some spoiler and, stuff yeah, but and, and i 
I think that it's I think that it's uh I think that's the movie acknowledging yes, we know that this can be used as a metaphor for this, but we're not totally explicitly making it a metaphor for this, if that makes sense. But I don't I, think they communicated that well if that was the case though. Because okay. it because it feels like the like it feels like it's trying to be a direct representation of what a girl feels like when she's going through a period, but then it doesn't do it well. Oh, well, I guess maybe that maybe we just don't agree on on that concept of it. Yeah, but which is fair. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. And that's also like what we've been hearing as like an audience, right? Like that's what yeah. they've been telling us is mm-hmm. this is a metaphor for mm-hmm. a girl turning into a woman and and that being through a period. So yeah, yeah. Um, and to be fair, there's only one person in this room that could really justify. That's right, and it the- sucks, people. <laughs> and and even oh, I thought I was switched on you guys, but carry on. And, and even still, like, yeah, there's only one person in this room that could really like delve into that. But even then, you know, we're talking about target audience earlier. Like, you're also not Asian, so you yeah, only, and you can only I'm grown a little bit of it. <laughs> Huh? And I'm grown, yeah. but you've at, but, but you've at least like gone through it. So like you have, you're you're still a. I think a target audience is just women in general. Uh, yeah, thanks. Uh, it's just women in general. But on top of that, it's like there, there's a target audience of Asia, the Asian culture. Yeah, yeah. In America, or yeah. well, actually in Canada. In Canada, in yeah. Canada <laughs> yeah. But I mean. In my opinion, Canada. They did just kind say of an North offspring. America yeah, in the yeah. movie, and, so. and Canada does feel like just an offspring of America. We have a very I'm sure similar they culture. wouldn't say that, but well, as much no, as sorry, yeah. Canadian fans. <laughs> well, there are a lot of Canadians that love America and travel here all the time, and there are a lot of Americans that travel to Canada all the time. We've been to Canada Canadians. up top one like, time. Yeah, they went for like two minutes. Listen, we were there and it for was a the day. Greatest two minutes of our lives. We What's had up? amazing pizza. Bella pizza. Yep. We went to the a mall. We t- I was going to wear my Canada shirt that that we got there that today. Hmm. Dang it. Oh no. How <laughs> sad. You don't get a rep Canada. I love Canada, man. My neighbors this to is the depressing. North. Oh yeah, why don't you go marry it, Trevor? I I when I was a kid, I wanted to get dual citizenship. <laughs> what? Because I thought it'd be cool. I would. I thought it'd be cool to be Canadian and American. That's it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Trevor does a lot of things just because he thinks it'll be cool. Okay. That's true. Listen, that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and give my general thoughts. Uh, which is cool. We've talked a lot already, which is good. Yeah. Uh, I was not. I did not really like it much. I was bored. Oh. during a very large portion of the movie and thought uh, this was another movie where I um, felt like there weren't a lot of characters that I liked and that's a problem for me. I really, really liked uh, the Miriam. Mir- I knew you would. <laughs> I did. She. I was connecting with her. Who? Miriam. It, the, the one white girl. The of friend. The group. With the beanie yeah. and the flannel, and in other words, this the, Tristan in high school. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I, I didn't know her. Tristan in high school, but I'm <laughs> I'm I'm just taking a random guess that the the braces and the too cool for school was one hundred percent Tristan. I didn't have braces until I was nineteen. So get off me. 
I, I just had bad teeth and I looked like that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being in high school with you for that one year. That one year. Yeah. You that... screamed my name every time you saw me. I I like to sing you. There. I'm aware. It was fun. Mm. Did... We we must remember that time very differently. I, I yep. had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because that's the exact opposite of what me and my brother, my brother was the older and I was the younger mm-hmm. and I liked seeing him in school and he would take different routes between classes every day oh, so that he <laughs> knew that he somehow would miss me. If he yeah, saw yeah. me in the hallway, he decided to double back and go around a different <laughs> way. And he doesn't remember this because he has selective memory and thinks that he's a golden child that I, has no issues. I remember being upset that like we didn't have lunch together. I remember you being upset about <laughs> then, that. But there were some days when like, I'd have cross-country or something and we got to, and I would be so excited. Mm-hmm. But also, <laughs> to be fair, how the heck did you guys have more than one lunch period with like 35 people in your school? <laughs> I mean... <sighs> they were staggered. They'd stagger it, yeah. They were oh, staggered. No. We staggered our lunch because we had 2,500 students in our school. Yeah, you well, when you have a small cafeteria. How the heck could oh, you no, guys no, no, not we, just I mean, sit? In the high school, I mean, we had we had like 300 kids or 400 kids in the high school. No? No. 200? <laughs> no. May, maybe 200. Maybe. maybe. But still, like... You can, and our, oh, our cafeteria was small. It was really tiny. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's like we had why. a really small cafeteria. Yeah. You know how like, like cause you went to, we didn't even call it the cafeteria. It was the commons. The commons. Yeah. Uh, like we had 2,500, 600 in my graduating class and we also called it the commons. Oh, okay. So you, but that's you just had, what your, it's called. Your commons was probably huge though, right? Oh, yeah. It was giant. Yeah, ours, see, was, ours was probably like. Ours was literally like two of these rooms wait, maybe. So how many how many lunch periods did you guys have? Uh, We're so off topic, but we I don't are. care. I don't, I don't know. care. Six maybe? Six or seven? Six I have no lunch idea. Per- we had four. Oh, no, well, I don't know. I, I have I, no idea. Okay. Well, we had four. And I was like, there's no way that you guys had six. Well, we could. It was seriously. We and probably we, had six tables. And you had to go through, like, we had a real small line. Mm-hmm. You had to go, and you, it was like a wrap around. You lined up thing. in the hallway. and Yeah, it was strange. Okay. <laughs> small school probs. Yeah, right. small school probs. Um, I don't know what got us on this tangent, but I, yeah, I was not. I, I didn't really like yeah yeah I wasn't a big fan of the movie because I didn't find I didn't like a lot of the characters we got into this because mm. you you attached to Miriam yeah. yeah and I liked the friends kind uh-huh. of yeah. for the most part the, they were real stereotypical the they were angry friend I she stressed me out so much I liked her the most <laughs> I did not I liked her the most just because like characters like that are just fun because they're so stupid yeah like it's just it's just such a caricature of real life yeah and so like it's just fun to laugh at how sure. crazy it is but um yeah i just without saying too much i was i really hated how characters in the movie acted um and i absolutely hated the mom the whole time yeah and i yeah. i thought yeah. everything that happened and i know that's might be a point but it's just so many things that are unrealistic in it just really turned me off to it mm-hmm. and and maybe it's because i'm a white man compared to a asian girl 
Sure. And maybe that's why they were such a disconnect there. An Asian adolescent girl. Yeah. Well, that's why well, I said Asian girl. I just thought it was funny. Instead of an Asian woman. Yeah. It was funny. Oh, okay. Well, and I'm curious kind of like with, with, with Disney, this is... This is the second movie we've had where generational trauma is an aspect of the plot. Like we had it in Encanto, mm-hmm. and now we're having it again in Turning Red. Um, and I think that's another reason why I didn't like Encanto as much as everyone else is because yeah. the grandma in that movie is a straight B I T C H. And but people who are in are like, uh, Latina or Latino or Asian can relate. I'm saying they they I've seen people say that they relate to that like to that family because of the grandma. They're like, thank you for bringing attention to like toxic generational whatever. Yeah. Well, I think the same thing's happening in this. I I mean, trust me, I know everything (laughs) you need to know about toxic parents, but but not in the Latino community. No, but oh, sorry, that was loud. Oh, um, (laughs) I'm just saying that like. Uh, yeah, I understand what it means. Like, I understand toxic, like, parents, but yeah. that doesn't mean that. I just, and maybe that's why I don't like it, is yeah. because I grew up with that kind maybe of. Maybe it hits a little too close to home for you, buddy boy. I think this one, but though. I, I think it's also the fact that they, like, they just take it for so long, mm-hmm. and, like, there's no discussion or anything. I think, I, I, I think this one. Because it's an Asian family, like I, I don't know why I know this, but um, I feel like I I know deeply in my soul that um, Asian families, like she talks about bringing honor to her family. Yeah. Do you think you have a special connection to this because Mulan? Mulan, is your favorite movie? probably. <laughs> I I I directly thought Mulan right when oh yeah yeah the honor stuff was going on. I'm like yeah, uh. but that's but it's so real like that like th- I don't know it's so like, people how many don't Asians understand. Have you talked to that? I know <laughs> that's why I'm saying I just feel it in my soul. But it's yeah because Disney told you but, no like in real life well, I know this in real life yeah like my. My my college roommate, yeah. Cheeto, who's yeah. Vietnamese, um, he yeah, his work ethic, and I didn't I didn't know his family history or anything like that. He was a foreign exchange student. I knew his American family, but um, he, I mean, his work ethic was impeccable. And by the time that I had like finished my undergraduate and gone on to my master's, he had already finished his PhD, and he's a pharmaceutical person yeah but so i've seen that firsthand like that the the i have to do as good as i possibly he studied all the time yeah we had to like wrestle him to get him to go out with us and stuff like that and to the ground yeah oh well not exactly that i know (laughs) but you said to drug him right (laughs) like i mean he did have (laughs) he did have drugs he was a pharmaceutical major well, at the time that I knew him, mean he you... was just pre-med, but... Oh, he was a pre-med major. Okay, listen. All I'm trying to say is that bringing honor to your family, like, is the one thing that you must do in that culture. And I don't know how... You how... will bring honor to us all. Well, and I, I don't know how... how... I mean, I think there is a traditional... I mean, of course, we're just three white people talking about Chinese culture. Yeah, but I know. Like, but I don't know how... 
I mean, what what else are we supposed to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I, I know, I know. We're, we're watching the movie that Disney Plus gave us, which is a movie about an yeah. Asian culture and where yeah, Disney. White people, if you so. just do a movie about white people, we won't have this problem. <laughs> just one. <laughs> Can you just give us one one Disney movie that has white people? Well, please, we need to be represented. Guys, there's there's literally a movie called Snow White. <laughs> yeah, well, she's <laughs> Irish. Okay. What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was, anyway. I was trying to make a joke. It didn't land. Snow White's albino, okay? That's not us. <laughs> she has black hair. You see? You think all albinos have white hair? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> me. I don't know. <laughs> this, let's move on. This is, we're getting weird. It was a meme, guys. Don't worry. I was, I was just oh. joking. <laughs> Obviously, there are a plethora of Disney movies about white people. Like My feet are really hot. Like what we talked about earlier and up, where <laughs> it's just about a grumpy old white guy. <laughs> yeah, and a chubby, fat little white kid. No, he's and, an uh, Asian kid. Oh, I'm sorry for what I said. American or something. Yeah. I don't have anything left to say. Non. Anyway. About this movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Asian. <laughs> <So loud. laughs> This, just so the audience knows, this is our first time with headphones. Yes. So. Yes. First time with headphones. First time with uh, with cameras in our face. Yep. Uh, and this is the first time I'm switching, so I'm sorry if uh, that's not going too well. But I'm trying my best here. And uh, Trevor's abusing our dog. No. No. A little bit. He likes it. Yeah, just a little bit there. No, he definitely. I don't think he does. <laughs> I don't think he likes it. He's going to growl here in like two seconds. <laughs> Okay, so oh, yeah, Eason. we're going to uh, cut it to a little bit of a break, um, and then we're going to get into spoilers. So if you've already watched the movie, then... Keep on listening. Yeah, just keep listening. If you haven't watched it, uh, we're going to do recommendations, because I totally forgot about it. Oh, yeah. So before we cut to the break, do you guys recommend the movie? Yeah, it's cute. I like it a lot. I don't know. I... Sure. I don't. I mean, it's fine. There are so many better yeah. Pixar animated movies on Disney Plus. Yeah, this like wasn't, Soul. No, I'm kidding. I mean, <laughs> I think Soul is better than this. Oh, I don't. Yeah, like I think this is I think so Soul. too. I don't think Soul is like amazing, but like I at least like it has a deeper element to it. And this. I think this has a deeper element to it. Okay. But anyway, we'll get the spoilers. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. If you want to watch the new movie that everyone's kind of watching and, and talking about, then yeah, watch it. But I don't think this is going to be a Disney Pixar movie that's like going to stay with you. It's, yeah. It's fine. And that's and that's it. It's yeah. So I don't necessarily recommend it. But, okay, now we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, cut it to our little break. If you're on YouTube, it's going to not be anything because we don't have YouTube forced ads. But, okay, uh, we will see you guys in just a second. All right, and we are back. We're back! After that short uh, little break, um, or no break at all if you're on YouTube. But, uh, yeah, we're just going to go right into spoilers so we can kind of talk about uh, the story here. So if you guys haven't watched it and you really care about all the spoilers in this movie, then... Go right into spoilers. Let's go right into them. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, go ahead, go right into it. What do you think? Oh, what? Well, like I told you, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was really fun. Um, I enjoyed seeing the duck or hearing the duck father from Kung Fu Panda as the shaman <gasps> man. That's what he was. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he, I, he's in everything. I knew he was from yeah. Kung Fu Panda, but I couldn't think of his character. Yep. Uh, I, I, Kung Fu. Panda's a much better movie than this. Go watch that instead. It, I'd listen. It is. Kung it Panda is. is very good. I think they're good for different reasons, though. Um, I yeah, the third. Yeah, guy, you're right. Kung Fu Panda does a better job of showing an adolescent person turning into a man. I Kung thought, Fu. Kung Fu. The the only spoiler thing I can really think of. We talked a lot about this movie so far. The only spoiler thing I can really think of is, um. The mom being the size of Godzilla threw me off at the end. <laughs> they kind of they referenced it quite a few times. Well, yeah, he and said that she was big, and I guess I didn't think any, like too much of it. I I don't I want to know why. Because she's she's just been my guess is she just has been like like pinning that anger and stuff down mm-hmm. so much, and so it creates a bigger monster because it's supposed to be a representation of like yourself like your wild side so to speak yeah. i was thinking of it as like big feelings yeah i did like that they were that that the panda came out in deep emotions yeah it, like, but like all emotions yeah. not just anger or whatever yeah. it wasn't a knockoff hulk or anything oh i think it's it's very touching when when her mom chases her home, which talk about a helicopter mom in this movie. My goodness. When she goes to the school more. Yeah. Uh, but she, she chases her back to the house and she's like, go away. And she turns around and she's trying to like brush her hair out again. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh man, she's trying so hard. Like she just wants to be a normal kid. Now she's got cool red hair. I did like the red hair. I thought the red hair, red hair was, cool too and mm-hmm. i also like how it was like a representation of whether or not you do have your panda inside or not mm-hmm. yeah i thought that was neat mm-hmm. but so the things that really made me not like the movie was just the overabundance of like bad mom stuff mm-hmm. like she was a bad mom the whole movie and i thought it was just a little much yeah when you say bad mom what do you mean like just a completely like zero awareness to anything just right off the bat with the notebook and like embarrassing her child in front of everybody and like not oh sure sure and not having like any remorse or like any understanding of like okay like what that would do and and that might be a good representation of of how some moms are but as a 25 year old right now like Sorry, as our dog. But as a 25 year old right now, like if I was a parent, I, I it's pretty easy to have some sort of empathy and understanding of what your child's going through. Right. And so to have legitimately zero is just so off putting into a movie that it, it, it tunes me out and just like sure. it just pisses me off and tunes me out. And then that's just kept happening yeah. around every and corner. And the fact that, um, she couldn't tell her mom anything. Like she felt like she couldn't yeah. say anything. That says a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, and I I and they try to explain it away a little bit when she says I've been watching her like a hawk to like mm-hmm. look for the signs of but yeah, I agree. I mean the and like I said, we've kind of talked about this already. Like I I personally didn't experience that 
So, like, maybe that is how it is. And if that is, I'm sorry for all you adolescents out there that are going through the same thing. But, yeah, there, uh, the notebook thing was mu- a little much. And I like the way you said she has zero, like, social awareness for her daughter and, like, the consequences that that will bring to her. But, yeah. Or remorse. Or remorse. That and was just, the other word. Yeah. And just yeah. no remorse for it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I can understand being upset as a parent and, like, trying to figure out. Because, like, yeah, who's 17? She's 13. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you see your daughter doodling in a book, you're not just going to automatically assume they're fucking. Like, yeah, that's just such a wild escalation of oh, yeah. accusations. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, not even allowing the daughter to speak on it and to just jumping to that conclusion. All of that just was very off-putting. And then it wasn't just that. Like, that was a starting point of, like, literally every single thing. I mean, yeah. the screaming... I have your pads outside the school. Like just another thing of like, that is just so wildly outside the realm of reality that it just completely tuned me out. Yeah. And it made me like, okay, like this is just stupid. This is a stupid movie. That's what I thought halfway through the movie. I'm like, because they're just making characters do stupid things over and over and over again that like it's not real yeah like i went to high school and elementary with a bunch of people and i never had a mom scream out oh you left your pads like i knew girls had periods yeah and i like like would hear like oh do you have a whatever do you have whatever or like we need this or whatever yeah i heard all that but like you don't have a mom screaming in the middle of a classroom like, it was just such a... Well, and I, I wonder if it's supposed to be, like, a comedic thing that, like, wow. just didn't land. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I think a lot of the comedy didn't land. Yeah. Um, I think that with a lot of the mom stuff. Um, yeah. I, I found the friend group a little cringy, but, like, they're 13-year-old middle school. Yeah. So that like, was the only thing yeah. I liked, yeah. was I thought the friend group was accurate because uh they feel like it's ride or die at 13. Yeah. And right. like, they're all over the top character caricatures because you are 13 mm-hmm. and like, you are just going to dive into whatever. And I thought the yeah. twilight girl was funny and yeah. Yeah. Um, do you just mean the girl Pri- Priya? The, the, okay. Yeah. Yeah. The because she, mm-hmm. when you get introduced to her, she's, uh, she's reading like the night wolf or something, which is yeah. supposed to be twilight, but and then, oh, like I when she notice. when they're sitting on the like laying down on the roof, like she's got her her arms crossed, like she's a mummy. Or yeah, something like I that. did notice that. Um, yeah, and I'm pretty sure she said something at some point, like, "Are you aware?" Yeah, she said, "Are you a werewolf?" Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did, I did like that. Sheena. Oh, by the way, I I did notice this that uh, May never tells her mom. That it's her friends, yeah, that are that are helping her keep the panda at bay. Um, because she just says people she lies that love and, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did, I did like that a lot. I liked that, you know, because I remember, like, I remember having a friend group in middle school, and we were like the weirdo outcast, and we were cringe, and we were, you know, out. You don't have to agree with me, but uh, they, I meant like for myself. No, I know. I, uh, so like uh i wore suspenders every day when i I was in seventh grade i very much liked that uh 
when they do see her finally as the red panda and they're like, this is fine. Like, this is just something you're going through, you know? Yeah. They, they just weren't, they just didn't question it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you were saying the ride or die thing earlier. Yeah. And I, I, I liked the friend group. That was yeah. my favorite things about the movie. Yeah. It was the mom family dynamic. I also I really didn't disliked. like that the dad hardly spoke a and few I, sentences. I was, I was wondering if maybe that was a like a cultural thing. No, I think or that's like just... Stere- stereotypical might have been a better word to use. I think mm. it's just like uh, the way that um, like America's making films right now. That like dads are not important. Mm, like, sure. and, and like, I, I do have to say is that they made him important at the end because they like... Yeah, the, the, what he the, was the one that what the dad said meant a lot to yeah Mia, May, May. May yeah. at the end. But like, yeah, just and just the way that, and May, it could just be an Asian culture thing of of women like women are very uh, strong and and see, that but I I don't I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. And like I like I said, I and I think I think you're probably more on track with the with the that's just the way movies are at the moment is the mom is the f- strong female it's lead. just strong female characters involved. in general yeah. Yeah. yes and the dad because there was what do we we saw something in the past few months that was like that where the dad was just like a bumbling idiot until he was needed luca yeah mm-hmm. that's right yeah, yeah mm-hmm. where the dad was just like yeah until like yeah that they need the emotional connection thing he says something really like profound, profound yeah. which yeah. is the exact same thing happens in I'm this here. movie. So I guess maybe that's just where we're going where yeah. women I are the not cons- like it at all. Yeah. Which is funny. Cause then, you know, we talked a little bit about earlier Raya, although her dad is not very present. I mean, he's, he's when he is present, he's very wise, but he's not present for 85% of that movie. He's but, dead. Isn't he? Well, he's turned to stone. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I think is basically the same thing, I guess. <laughs> I think we're just at a part, at a point in like history, especially in America, where like we we want to empower women, yeah, and that that's fine, like that's 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 good, um, but at we're deciding to like decrease the value of a father, of a father, yeah, in, in in family building, and we've seen some of the issues with that, and just society in general. I mean. A lot of the issues we have in America, this has gone way too political, but just, yeah, yeah when you have a fatherless family, it, it tends to have well, a lot I of mean, issues. And, and right now we're portraying movies of a very inactive father in the situation until he's like needed. Yeah. And then, and I, I don't know the reasoning. I, it just doesn't make sense because a, a family should be everybody involved both parents should be actively involved that's mm-hmm. that's the correct family structure is that a, both the father is coming in and doing things when needed and the mother is there showing a positive influence whether that's to a daughter or a son both of them need an equal amount of attention through both parents yeah. and like i guess recently in movies we haven't got that and maybe it just feels like we haven't got that well and it used to be in like the 90s movies and stuff it was there was no parents or there was or there was there was only one like you know we were talking about toy story and the hot takes earlier there is only one parent and then it's just it's just andy's mom and then you take bambi who loses a parent and then yeah well, it's a deer so. well what what else is well <laughs> aladdin orphan uh 
Cinderella, evil stepmom, lost her dad. Yeah. Snow, you know, yeah. I, I can't think of anything else. But, but yeah, no, that yeah. makes sense. And so it's like now it's like, okay, well, now we're starting to move toward a movement where both parents are in the picture, but we're, but because of the current, like you said, political climate, women are going to be very much empowered, which is fine. But in these current movies, it's almost like it's at the expense of a father figure. Well, and it's also the expense of women because it's making the mother out to be a, a bitch. Oh, so, sure. like, you you want to have a focus of a daughter, uh, a mother daughter relationship, but you're making the daughter out, or the mother out to be this like overbearing, like mm-hmm. idiotic mm-hmm. woman, and the male, like the the dad, is just like a complacent, like complacent yeah, word. yeah. It is. And it's just making both genders out to be bad. And like, and maybe that's just like, you can't have a movie where like, everyone's just good, Mm -hmm. I guess. Where there's no problem because there's a good mother and there's a good father and the daughter. But like, I don't know. Yeah. It just feels weird. Sorry. I was looking up, um. I was just going to look up list of Pixar films in the past year. That's funny because when uh sorry Trevor. No, you're fine. I'm I'm doing something else anyway. When I'm when I think about movies with like good parents um like where both parents are equally healthy. Yeah. Um then the movie's not about them. The movie's about the problem child. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. Like what? Like Finding Nemo. Oh, but his mom's not in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was thinking of uh, Spontaneous. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're and not I was... just Disney Pixar. No, no, no. I'm thinking like in general. Yeah. Sorry. But I also feel like that's kind of a, like, Spontaneous, spontaneous feels like a more accurate depiction of, like, reality because yeah, in, in a lot of families, like, there's still at least a semi-active mother and father but like that doesn't mean that your child is gonna come up like and and just be able to react to everything correctly yeah like they're still gonna have struggles i was just pointing that out oh you know what though uh speaking of uh, trying to find a movie that has a good like familial thing the incredibles has Mm -hmm. and and, i mean it does have problem like the the parental units do have like issues fighting all the time yeah but but it shows them I would say like bickering. It. Yeah, yeah. It shows that uh. like, well, and there's, I mean, in the first Incredibles movie, there's hints of like, what if your husband was maybe having an affair kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But it also, but on the flip side, that it also shows the overcoming of it. But uh, yeah, looking at this, Turning Red. You're also comparing like one of the greatest Disney movies of all time. <laughs> well, like, in although, the Incredibles. listen to this. I mean, I, I was just looking, I pulled up a list of Pixar movies in the past year. Turning red, you know, strong female mother, uh, complacent father. Luca, same thing. Soul was about an adult. Onward, strong female mother, no father. Toy Story 4, same thing with Andy, mother, no father. Incredibles 2, Coco. Those are all, I mean, those are the last six or seven or six Pixar movies at the Hmm. moment. Oh, Inside Out is also strong female mother kind of complacent <laughs> father yeah 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 but i really like the dad 
and Inside Out, though. Yeah, I do too. But yeah. and that's the thing, though, is they don't utilize him at all. They make him right. like a like he's a good dad, but they don't like they don't show that but a good I dad think, has. But they make it a point to like they're moving there because he has a job that needs a lot of his attention. Yeah, well, I think they make that like a, a they do good at making that a point in the movie. And also, the one of the the biggest scenes I remember from that movie is. When like they they have a success with the the kid, I don't remember what happens exactly, but the uh, the they like go in for a kiss, and the father his like his emotions or whatever are like all right, send the signal, and then it goes to the mother's side, and they're like, oh, he's doing the thing again. So like it still is kind of giving that like mm-hmm. oh, this guy's male's, an idiot, male's but, dumb, yeah, yeah. exactly. Which yeah. that sucks. Inside Out is one of my favorite Disney movies I of the last it. ten years. Mm-hmm. And it's got representing Leslie Nope, Pawnee, yeah. Indiana. Incredibles two is such a letdown. I thought it was I I thought it was oh not as good as the first one, but it was fine. I don't even remember Fun it. Fun fact about that movie. Sorry, I know this is way off topic. The there is a it's what we do here. <laughs> in the uh where all the superheroes are in, like, the main... Tristan, you're on camera. You can't sleep. <laughs> where all... I just want to put my head back, and I can't. Where all the superheroes are in, like, for the uh, the big announcement of, like, where they're on the ship, uh, the concept art for Frozone's wife, who was going to be in the first movie, they animated into Honey. a superhero in the second movie. So she's in that commons area. Cool. Yeah. She's not actually Frozone's wife, but like they used her concept art from the first movie to create that superhero. Wait. So she, she was in a super caf- suit. She was in a cafeteria? No, you remember in the ship, like the guy that Bob. You just said common place. areas. Did I? I'm you sorry. You said common area. It's like the, the big ship bridge thing where he where they're on the yachts and he's like, We're gonna sign this to bring the heroes back and all the heroes are there. Um, there's a superhero that's there that they use the concept art, the unused concept art from Frozen's Wife from the first movie, and they animated it for the second movie. I'm sorry, this is so off topic. <laughs> it's Go, okay. Moving on. I don't. I don't really think we have too much more to to say. Um, my, I'll talk about um uh, my my uh, problem. Yeah. With the roads and stuff, is that um. I oh yeah the roads yeah 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 um yeah it's like it's like she was all nervous at the beginning um and was like giving her pads and tampons and whatever medicine stuff for a period but but it was like it was like that was the reason. She was a red panda. But then um, later it was like there were other reasons for it. For instance, her they were they were like representing emotions. But then like, okay, is that representing like PMS? No, because she's that all the time. But now, I don't know. It was just weird and I, my brain isn't working. <laughs> yeah, it just didn't feel consistent with like if this is trying to be a metaphor, like it's, there's not enough direct correlations to like what it's like turning into and being a red panda and 
going through your first period. Yeah. Or consistency of periods. And also the fact that but the whole entire thing is saying that like you can get you rid can, of it. Yeah. Yeah. You can get I was rid just about to say through that. some sort of ritual. Yeah. And the fact that she just wants to keep it. Tell, I tell tell me one woman ever that'd be like, yeah, tell I'll, me just, why I'll just I'll just go ahead and I'll just go ahead and keep my period. So yeah, that's, that's cool. Where my I'm, friends, we all love the fact that I have periods. And that's where I'm like, uh, think, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's where you think what? I can't. My head isn't working. Oh, that it's like, okay. So if you get rid of your red panda, then do you not have big emotion? Like, do you not feel deeply? Like, do you not feel as deeply? I think you still do. I think that's where the, the lore of the movie crosses over with, like, the real-life implications of having emotions. If you walk away your red panda, you can still have those emotions because your red panda is still alive. They just lock it inside some kind of piece of jewelry. Well, that's stupid. It, it felt like the complete opposite to me because her really? mom felt emotionless emotionless yeah. yeah the whole entire movie yeah until her red panda finally came out because yeah. the second she had real emotion it broke the seal of her locket yeah yeah no no it was her well yes you are correct but also her locket was, i know was all right sir also her locket was cracked because it she when they all grab on to may yeah. and she's trying to leave and she gets tossed to the ground, and her locket is, is initially cracked because it hits the ground first. Okay, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but uh, you are correct. When she can, she continues to feel those emotions, and the locket cracks further until it completely breaks. Yeah, that's what I remember. And just like she just throughout the whole entire movie, just seemed to not have like any real emotions. Yeah, and so it felt like she was locking her emotions in this locket. And, and and to me, uh, like the ending, which maybe that's what we should get to, is like, I figured it was going to be like, okay, we're all going to like accept our red panda and allow ourselves to be mm. our full selves. Yeah. And it's only M- May. Yeah. I, I do wish that more people kept their red panda, but I did like that it's not like that people did part with it. Yeah, yeah because all of them. Oh, yeah. I know. So I'm saying like, I do wish that like a couple more kept it. Yeah. But I do like that they had people. Well, and it was it. it was very obvious. Well, because uh, I mean, the mom's panda was obviously a like a de- like an absolute danger to society. I mean, it was yeah. huge. It was uncontrollable. I agree with you. Yeah, it would have been cool to see. I thought they were all going to keep it. Mm. Um, I thought they were going to just because I thought that's what was like the sacrifice for it. I thought they were going to say, okay, we all of us aunties and the grandma, we're all going to break it. And that was a cool order, scene, though. in order to, to get her in the circles because she, of, out of all of us, she's the one that really needs it. Mm. Um, but then that didn't happen. And I there's did- also no explanation of why hers is so. Yeah. large and yeah. like uncontrollable mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah mm-hmm. like even if it's big like she has no control and she's just like and that was another thing of like the mom just like being way out of 
like whatever. Like yeah. she was just way too much. Yeah, and that scene where she's like, I do everything right. I you know what I'm talking about? No. She's crying in the woods. And their oh, daughter. Yeah, she's a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought maybe after that her relationship with her mom would be different. Yeah. But it wasn't. And then I'm like, how it can you have a a, how can you have a relationship with your mom like that and then you do the same exact thing to your kid? Yeah. I I think that's another thing where well, actually I think that was the next thing I was gonna say. I did enjoy and this is a little diversion, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Uh I did enjoy and this kind of clashes again with like the lore of the movie in terms of like the the representation of what the red panda is. I did like that the aunt, that Sun Lee, when May chooses to keep hers, Sun Lee like picks her up and takes her, and they is that like the mom? They touch no. No, it's the ancestor that initially becomes. Oh, Amanda, yeah. and they touch noses because it was like finally somebody else has like chosen to see this as a gift rather than a curse. Mm. I did like that, but that but even that scene itself, kind of like I said, it's that mixture of. The lore of the movie versus the mm-hmm. metaphor of the movie. Yeah, but um, I did like though that the that the ritual was consistent in terms of like because they mention when it first happens they say your grandma's old fashioned but we could really sing whatever as long as you're singing from the heart and then later mm, yeah. the, the friends all get the boy band to sing together. That song was used way too much. <laughs> I I I watched this. It was like the volume was up, but I watched it with subtitles because I didn't want to disturb my roommates. And uh, every time that that all for one song came on, it was the same song. It was just like different parts of it. And I was like, okay, like by the time we get to the end, I was like, I've had enough of this. (laughs) (laughs) This one artificial boy band song. Right. It was pretty on par with standard boy band. Yeah, though. yeah. It, it felt like a real boy band. <laughs> it did, especially like the the Aaron T and Aaron Z. They're both pretty kind of thing or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't have anything else. Uh, really, I like. I just felt like the movie was pretty bland, and the only thing I enjoyed was the friends, mm-hmm. and. Oh, what did we think of Tyler? The the yeah yeah. I mean, like he was a he's a middle school dude that yeah is an asshole because he doesn't like he doesn't know like he's just a thirteen year old kid he doesn't understand like that feels about right yeah like like there are normal thirteen year old kids that just like exist. And yeah. then there are some that feel like they, Exist. yeah. And there are some that feel like they have to like put others down to mm-hmm. like. I tell you what, that was pretty gangster of him though. When he's underneath the stands and he's like, look, I've done you a favor by not telling your mom. And now you owe me a favor. I was like, Ooh, he got a point though. He's got a point. <laughs> yeah. Well, in real life, those favors aren't just come over with the red panda. Well, of course they're not. But in this movie, I was like, okay, we get it. We we got you, my man. <laughs> no, but I'll, honestly, though, like if any middle any middle schoolers listening to this, like, no, your 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 local bully does not have a secret boy brand fetish. He's just a bully. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hashtag. Sorry, I mean, you sorry. can ask him if you want, but you might get beat up. Yeah. 
That's true. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, uh, that's about it. So I, get, I think we're just ready for ratings. Tristan, what you got? Me first? Uh-huh. Two. What? What is this crap? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> two. A two. A two a out two? of five? Yeah. Jeez. Is that bad? It's just low. Not of what... I figured you were going a lot higher than that. Mm. But no, okay, two out of five. All right, let's go. Okay. <laughs> a two. What you, what you got, Trevor? Mine's a four, my man. I really, oh. I really enjoyed this. I thought it was really well done. And I think I've made that point very clear. It's so funny because I also think this is like a two to two and a half. Okay. So I was not expecting that from Tristan. I thought she was going to be like three and a half, maybe four. Uh, give me a movie about Miriam and then it'll be three and a half. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, whoa, what? Red Panda t- or turning red to staying white. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, I don't think it was anything about any of that. It's just like. I don't know. I was just bored during so much of the movie and just having so many characters that you just dislike even the grandma the grandma was such like she was so annoying for a large portion of it and on top of that the mom was awful i just feel like there needs to be a more clear message and um it it just yeah more clear message a message and another thing is um, the whole thing that like kept May together during all this was the friend group, mm-hmm. and like I think the friend group was great. It was it was like that was my favorite part of the movie. Mm-hmm. But if your whole point is like I'm gonna go ahead and make this movie to like be here and like represent and like yeah for like women mm-hmm. or girls going through this time. A lot. I feel like a lot of girls don't have that Red kind pandas? of pandas. Su- um, they don't have that kind of support group. Yeah. And so, like, you're, yeah. You're so, right. so you're the the whole point is to create this movie that's to help you like understand and be able to go through this moment. Mm-hmm. But then you're giving them this kind of support group that's a ride or die, and mm-hmm. a lot of girls don't have that. So, like, yeah. So what what, what was your real point? Like, yeah. what, what were you like? You're not really helping anybody Mm -hmm. because, yeah, you have the crazy mom, which is probably pretty accurate, but she was way out of touch. But then they're like, okay, well, I have the backing of my friends that'll, like, be there for me. But most people don't have that. Yeah. So, yeah, wasn't wasn't a big fan at all, which sucks because I actually did like the trailer a lot. Mm. I was kind of of excited for it. The trailer... I I thought that the that May because in the trailer they like push that I'm my own person and I wear green clips in my hair and I do whatever I want basically I felt like was the trailer but then in the mo- the movie is nothing like that. That was another thing I had is she was super confident at the beginning of the movie yeah and then like her confidence just like. Yeah. Down. Dives. Yeah. Like Really? I didn't get that vibe. I thought so. It huh. dives until she, like her friends like lift her, her up. up. Yeah. And then yeah. she's like, 
oh yeah and then she does one thing that's like insane i think she was confident in the person that her mother wanted her to be but then she yeah i saw that but yeah. then she experiences what she what she wants to be and the person and the person that she wants to be and part of that is kind of shown i think with like you know we see her grades and when she first shows up to the temple and she's like look i got an a and a plus and then another a but then when they see the the report card and stuff are in the bed, it's like B plus mm-hmm. C. But she's also enjoying her life, mm-hmm. and so I think it's I think it's kind of this transformation of who who is May, and who does May want to be? Well, May wants to be this red panda and have fun with her friends, and she wants to go to concerts, and she wants to do all this stuff. She but, wants to be a bad girl. Yeah, well, not exactly a bad girl, I would say, but like her, but. It's not what her mother I'm wants her to be. That's the bad guy. <laughs> that's Billy Eilish. Duh, that's what they say. <laughs> I was going to say it. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to jump in like that. No, it's all good. Did we do ratings already? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you rated it four. Tristan rated it two. Uh, two. And then you I rated two about and two, two and a half. Yeah. I feel like probably two and a half because there was still stuff enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably about. Do you want to know how I rate? I get so stressed out about it. She gets really stressed. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that why you don't rate on Letterboxd? Yes. You just, yeah. You just log it. Yeah. <laughs> it takes so much for me to rate a movie. I I don't even want to think about it. I tell you what. No. Can you do it? Every, you, you but here, and she does it every week I for know. us. I know. I love you, fans. <laughs> um, this is what I do. I imagine myself watching the movie, and then whatever number comes to mind, that's it. Wait, Tristan, you didn't you didn't do? Should mom watch this today? Yeah, that doesn't have to be. A I thing. thought about that when I was peeing earlier. Great. Um. Well, there you go, mom. Your inner thoughts when she's peeing. <laughs> now I'll re-record. That. <laughs> Jason, I love you, Mom. Okay, well, that's about it for today's episode. Uh, we don't have plugs recorded yet, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. That's okay. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you guys are on YouTube, just hit the subscribe. You can be our second su- subscriber because I'm the only one that's subscribed to Woo! our YouTube because we have no videos yet until today. Uh, what, Trevor? You can find... <laughs> Oh, Easton on Twitter at Easton Moore IV, Easton Moore 4. You can find me on Twitter and, oh, and Instagram too. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at, at T Landers Perk. You can find the movie Moron on Twitter at the movie Moron. I assume YouTube is the same thing. Yeah. Has Instagram been updated? Uh, no, they. Has take Facebook four- been updated? Yes. Fantastic. At the movie Moron, go check it out. We would love to talk to you. Pretty much just. On Art? anything, search theme song. Oh, sorry. Oh yeah, theme song credits go to the moderate-sized Lebowski's, which include myself, Mr. Jared. That's not Ru- a real name; they it, just made it up, right? Which like when we were recording, as well as Mr. Jared Rutliff at J Rutliff on Twitter, and Mr. DJ Funk, who is on Facebook. I do not know if he's on Twitter, but the moderate-sized Lebowski's artwork to at Graham G R A M G R. A G R A M A N on Twitter. Go check him out. He's reached 10,000 followers. Good for him. That's definitely not his. T- 
Twitter handle. Well, listen, I'm going to look it up right now. That's his name on Twitter, right? Graman. That's yeah. his name, but Graman. it's not his at. It's like, uh. it's like Graham H something. I can do this. His name is G-R-A-E-H-A-N. He used to be. Oh, and then he was on Instagram. That's what we used to just give him his Instagram. But he's on Twitter because he doesn't have Instagram anymore. Go follow his Twitter. Graman H. Fulkwald. But if you go follow at the movie moron. Uh, we have his Twitter tagged in our description. Yes. But you don't have my Twitter tagged in that description, sir. Mine is. Because you're married to me. That's on my personal Twitter. Mm. The movie Moron only has people that have... I am only allowed so many characters, okay? Mm, apparently, the, Look, the practical co-host... it's not my fault that you didn't ask me to write another theme song, Easton. Apparently, the practical co-host is the same level as assistant to the regional manager. That's, That's me. Right. That's correct. Anyway. I see. In, the, in this episode, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're ending the next episode. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next week for I have no fucking idea. Wait, wait, no, it's on the calendar. It's it's a uh, it's a uh, hang on. <laughs> it's on the calendar. You can't reach it. Are we done yet? The outfit? Oh, we are we are probably doing the X because the outfit looks dumb. As shit. The outfit looks so good. How dare you? And the X looks like an amazing horror movie. No. So, well, no. We're going to do the X or the outfit. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, we've we've rambled for too long. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye, guys. We got the excited crew up tonight. Hey, man, You're the one keeping so me up this late. Yeah. We, watched, we read 66 pages of point <laughs> well, to be fair that was a great time I it was, that was good <laughs> it was a good movie in my head